0: Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Rewinding. My name is Ash. And I'm Andy, and today we're going to be talking about Among Us. Find the imposter syndrome. Yes. I felt really clever about that name, but uh, basically we're going to be talking about imposter syndrome and what it is and what, how it affects us. Mm-hmm. So I see we got a Wikipedia definition. Yes. Imposter syndrome is the pattern in which an individual doubts their skills talents or accomplishments, and has a persistent, internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud.
1: Which I thought was a perfect definition, so thank you, Perfect.
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly. And it's strange because um, I think I figured I found out about imposter syndrome, like, in college. Yeah. Which I would say maybe three or four years ago. And it's a feeling that I had felt for a while. I just never put any words to it, if that makes sense. I didn't know there was a word for it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me either.
0: Have you ever experienced imposter syndrome, Ayash?
1: Yes. I feel like it isn't even like a one specific moment. I feel like just in general, I've always um, kind of felt incompetent, I guess. Well, I guess let me ask you first, what is imposter syndrome to you? I think definitely like the definition said, just kind of doubting what you're capable of and even the skills you already have. So with
0: that definition in mind, um, what are, tell me some of your experiences with imposter syndrome. Um,
1: okay. Well, I guess most of the time people use it now, maybe it's related to to their careers or their future careers, maybe. Or the career mm-hmm. they're working for or the job they're at. Um, but I guess I can translate it to maybe even like small projects in... Maybe like in school when we're in elementary or high school, you know, just being put in a group and automatically just feeling like a follower because you're not capable uh, of showcasing what you can do. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if if we put that definition to anything, yeah, I would say like any particular task I'm working with somebody else or even individual ones where somebody tells me, um, do this and I... And even if I'm forced to do it the whole way through, I'm feeling like I can't do it because I'm not capable. I don't have the skill set, I guess, and the potential to even improve or do good, I guess. How about yourself? Have you experienced imposter syndrome? I have.
0: I have. And I can tell you exactly where I think it stems from. Um It's, it's that gifted and talented thing that they do like in elementary that messed me up, man. (laughs) I was in the, we had an enhanced learning program. They would take me out of class because I was ahead of my grade. (laughs) So they would take me out of class and they would teach me like higher level stuff. I was learning algebra in like the first grade and, you know, um, We would be going through lessons, and I felt so special when they had to pull me out because I was going to go to ELP, Mm -hmm. to the enhanced learning program, and they were going to teach me new stuff because I already knew all this stuff. Right? It just naturally came to me, all these things. And then, middle school, my ADHD was out of control because you got more responsibilities. It was just terrible. It was from going from like that highest achieving student to literally just trying to keep up and that's when it hit me I'm like I have been faking being smart this whole time (laughs) there's no way how did I fool everybody for so long people are gonna know and I think it's just that kind of expectation of people expecting me to excel in school Mm -hmm. that I kept having I kept wanting to keep up that image but it was so difficult and it was just like a huge difference Like day and night that I was like, okay, yeah, I was just faking it this entire time. Mm -hmm. And one of these days people are like, wow, she didn't deserve her like accomplishments or whatever (laughs) in elementary.
1: And I think a lot of that stems from because at least here where we live, I feel like they always said the grades out loud. Yeah, for what reason? Or they would post them on the board. And even if they didn't use names, everyone knew who each grade belonged to. Uh-huh. It was pretty awful, I think. It
0: was. And then if you got a bad grade, everyone's like, ha. Huh. Or maybe they weren't, but I felt it. <laughs> like, ha ha, loser. But especially since um, in my school, we had that GT class, the Gifted Talented, right? Mm-hmm. So for some time, it was ELP. So they would take out like two students or three students out of the entire grade, mind you. So I think I was one of the few in my classes, mm-hmm. you know, and that was already special enough. But... um We had like this own little competition with the other students because we had accelerated reading where we had to read books and get points, take quizzes, accelerated math where we would get booklets printed out and they would like um, have all these math problems and you would scan them. I would do like three in a day, which you were supposed to do like once a week. And I was like, not like other girls. (laughs) (laughs) And um, we were just uh, we had like this group that were always competing, always, always, always competing. And. It just, if either one of us messed up, everybody was like, oh my God. You know? And I'm yeah. like, don't, oh my God, everybody has those days, guys.
1: Yeah. Which is a whole topic in itself that I hope we talk about later. Is just how the education system is built to p- put students against each other. To like prevent anyone truly from succeeding and doing their best.
0: Yeah, for what reason? It helps nobody. But I don't know. Yeah. It helps nobody. I feel like there's a way to motivate people that isn't so toxic. My personal experiences with imposter syndrome, I have many, but I'll only talk about a couple. Yeah. Again, going back to childhood is things just naturally came very easy. So mm-hmm. when things started to get difficult, I was like, "Okay, that's it." Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. When things are difficult, I just don't want to try because in my head, it should come naturally to me, right? Yeah. And it's just like I'm a failure. I'm a loser. That's the only reason I can't do this
1: is because I suck. And I I feel you with that. I guess comment is that. Well, I I feel like I've been fortunate enough that my whole education has flowed. Like even if there was like bad moments, like we we passed it, you know. Uh huh. And I don't know, maybe it's because we're on the other side now, but I feel like now anything remotely challenging, I'm just like, I don't have the energy for that. Right? Because before, I think maybe out of luck or something, That which again, I, I don't know if this is the whole imposter syndrome, but <laughs> we're comparing hard work to just passing through. I don't know.
0: It's strange because... You and I have worked on a lot of projects together, a lot. And um, looking back, it's, t- to be fair, I have terrible memory, but a lot of the feeling is like, how did we pass? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> we shouldn't have passed. And we passed with like flying colors too. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's strange. It's like I had to have had some sort of luck. Yeah. It's weird because I can tell myself I believe in good luck, but I don't believe in bad luck. So if something really good happens to me, like, yeah, it's just because I got lucky. But mm-hmm. if something bad happens to me, it's like, okay, yeah, that was a reflection of me personally and my lack of skills. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I can see that. It's
0: it, terrible
1: mm-hmm.
0: mentality. Like, hey, yeah, if something good happens to me, it's not because of my efforts. You know, mm-hmm.
1: somebody out there in the universe is just watching out for me, but. If I mess up, yep, that's on me. Yeah, I feel the same way. It's kind of interesting that we did work on a lot of projects together, because I feel like we we never compared ourselves in terms of capabilities. But I know we can see we could see that other classmates were a lot more confident. Oh yeah, and like we we would in ways kind of work in secret. Yeah, we would (laughs) like work behind closed doors, kind of thing. Like we would just separate ourselves. Just I guess we kind of wanted to take ownership of what we were doing. I don't know exactly. And if somebody came
0: by to ask us, I don't want to say like we're behind or we're ahead. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I just wanted to do our work and not have anybody give their input because it's always if we're behind, they're like, oh yeah, that makes sense. You know? Oh my God, you guys are barely there. If we're ahead, it's like. How are you guys there? You must have done something wrong. Who's helping you? Like nobody. We just come like at four in the freaking morning when nobody's here to work.
1: Yeah. And we got so many comments throughout college about that.
0: Oh, it makes my blood boil. Maybe that. It's just these people who just feed that. And it's like, to be fair, I know we should own our emotions or whatever, but it doesn't help. that people are constantly like, oh, yeah, you suck. You're terrible. You're not smart. And then now in my workplace, it's strange because it's very wholesome, very um, people uplifting each other. And mm-hmm. nobody looks at me like I'm dumb, I think. But I also feel they do because that's just my insecurities. But um, it's it's interesting because the most of the people who get a job at where I work, they've done internships in the past. They have a lot of experience. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They've worked for that company already. And me, I came out with no internship experience or anything. Mm -hmm. So it was strange to me that I got the job. And then now it's like, oh, I just got lucky. And I'm like, I went through three, almost like, I went through three different interviews, okay? At some point I had to realize it's not exactly luck when you have to go like through, you go through an assessment, you go through like several interviews, you go through all these different things. And I'm still like, yep, I got lucky every single time. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I feel like people are always telling, me, "Oh, you're doing so great! You're adapting very quickly. You're learning super quickly." And I'm still like, "Okay, yeah," but I'm also faking it. Mm-hmm. If that if that makes sense, it's it's weird. I could get all the validation in the world, and I'd still be like, "Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah." Just wait till I mess up, and then you're gonna realize that I'm not who you think I am.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Which in in ways I feel like that's kind of a workplace or workforce kind of notion that we've always gotten since we were young is that you should never show weakness, especially in your designated profession, which in ways you studied for or you went to university for. So Mm -hmm. you're supposed to know all the answers. So in a way, it's like almost trying to meet or I guess we've mentioned this in i think an episode is that both of us are very perfectionist mm-hmm. so we don't want anything to derail from i guess going up like improving ah yeah, yeah, yeah so like nothing failing i guess
0: it's it's weird i remember oh those math professors at at school that would be like you don't know this my child knows this and he's three Okay, well, good for him. I don't know this, so please explain and stop trying to humiliate me in front of everybody. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. That's why nobody asks questions in class. Well, I don't, at least personally, because I know I'm going to get some smart comment from somebody. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I don't belong here. It's terrible. I'm convinced that I could become a doctor slash president slash um, billionaire. And I'd still be like, yeah. Somehow I tricked the entire world into making me president. Somehow I tricked the entire world yeah. into, you know, investing in an idea and where I made billions of dollars, you know. And I'd still be like, I didn't do this. I just got very lucky. Yeah. I don't think there's any sort of accomplishment that I could um, accomplish and <laughs> think I deserved it.
1: Do you think this might stem from us fearing the judgment of others? like like we're seeking someone's approval that we are capable i guess
0: i would love to think i'm that person who doesn't care what people say who is like my worth is not based on your opinion but i am not that person i'll Mm -hmm. be very honest i do care a lot of what people think of me Mm -hmm. do i care what everybody thinks of me yes (laughs) i was gonna say no which is like a few select people, but no, I think I care a lot what other people think of me and what they think my capabilities are. If they don't think I'm capable, it's like, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also interesting because um, when I started engineering school, um, a lot of people, I would be tell my specifically male confidants that, you know, I don't like that Everyone makes all these comments, blah, 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 about my capabilities. And then they're like, you just have to be better than them, you know, and then they'll have to respect you. I'm like, bro, I shouldn't have to prove anything to anyone to be treated like a human being. Because
1: mm-hmm. all the males were getting a pass. Like no matter yeah. how well they did or how well they studied, they could do the bare minimum and still be praised.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And I remember there's this very specific moment. Don't ask me who, because I don't remember, but it was this exchange of this person doing terrible in all his tests. I did very well in all my tests. And then there was one time when he got a good grade and he was like, yeah, so you guys told me it was just having a bad week. And then I got one bad grade and not even bad, just not an A. And he was like, see, I told you, like, you know, you must've done something. And they're making very crude comments about what I had done to get those mm-hmm. grades. It's like who asked you guys i don't even know you guys like that like we don't have that sort of rapport to be joking about Mm -hmm. anything and they're just insinuating all these things that i did to get a good grade i'm like oh
1: i mean i feel like sometimes we're even forced to make those comparisons because i feel like we're very neutral like again how we would hide when we do our projects we were just like we don't care if we do good or if we do bad we just want to do our best uh-huh. And then it was until somebody would come in and try to talk us out of it that it was like, what? What are you doing in exactly. this conversation? They would just love to interject themselves. And for what
0: reason? They were providing nothing. No support. Just <laughs> terrible commentary. And like, oh, my God. I want to say another instance. Uh, we're uh, Me and Marianne were studying for an exam asked this one person just one question you know we had gone through the entire booklet we just needed some clarification this guy's like how do you guys not know this how have you made it this far uh the same way as you buddy same way as you taking the same exact tests doing the same exact projects but i'm not gonna lie i think those comments i would love to say they fueled me to Mm -hmm. try to excel but they were they got me a couple times they really did Mm -hmm. they got me questioning myself and my capabilities like oh you know, people are seeing through my little disguise. They see that I'm just faking it.
1: Yeah. And what's interesting is that when I was in high school, I we were never told that we couldn't do something. Like, we were never put, like, um, males versus females in that sense. We were never told that, oh, the women can't be engineers or anything. So it was pretty interesting once I got to college that I suddenly felt what everyone was talking about, you know, the the disparities, I guess, between Mm -hmm. being a woman in engineering. Because that's when I started to feel, I was like, oh, whoa, they're treating us differently. They (laughs) are. And you could... It was never like a one-time instance. It was constant in any class. Any tech, I guess, um, STEM class. So whether it was like chemistry or math, it was always... um, Something fueling that divide between, I guess, the men and the women. Yeah. And I know that
0: men can experience imposter syndrome too. I know it's not exclusive to just women, mm-hmm. but I guess since we're talking about our experiences, it's that didn't help with our imposter syndrome. You know yeah. what I mean? I think it's vital to talk about these experiences because it really showcases that it's just fueling our imposter syndrome
1: do you think it's because there's a competitive nature in work and in career
0: i think that has a lot to do with it because if it wasn't it's like trying to be a small fish in a big pond Mm -hmm. i think is the correct analogy it's just you're trying to keep up with everybody because everybody's trying to advance very quickly And then you're among them. So it's kind of like,
1: I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but yes. Answer, short answer, yes. (laughs) Yes, I feel feel like that's very much the culture here. That you're just always put against somebody. Like no matter who they are, you're always put against somebody. And I mean, sometimes competition is um, good, right? You're trying to improve yourself and showcase your capabilities with somebody but then sometimes I feel like it's just meant to prevent others from going forward yeah like trying something new or you know going for that promotion or that job application type of deal
0: yeah and I think a lot of it is also there's a lot of people who will put others down in order to pick themselves up Mm -hmm. and for what reason buddy yeah it gets you to the top but the end of the day you're gonna go to the bottom you know what I mean it's called karma but I think I think imposter syndrome is is I can definitely say that I see it in almost every single person well not every single person but a lot of people I associate with
1: mm-hmm. in
0: my life you know
1: can we go back to a bit of the definition so a lot of it has to do that we don't see our skills as comparing to others. So maybe we see our skills as lower or not as good as somebody. Have you ever been somewhere where you knew what you were doing and you felt confident?
0: I will say yes. And that was only the one time in our senior design, the Mm -hmm. two semesters. I had never felt so prepared in my life. And it was such like an obscure kind of topic or not a topic that we talked about in our... um, degree like it was a very specific niche I think is how you pronounce it Mm -hmm. so when we did our presentations I'm not going to tell you I've never felt that powerful before (laughs) where I knew every answer to any question
1: that they asked and you know what's interesting to see is that most people who saw our presentation or knew that we had finished our presentation were always like how did you guys do it I never saw you guys here Oh, my God. And, and like, talking about it, I know me and you stayed hours, hours Hours. till, like, the AMs working on it. So it's kind of interesting that here, the time you have felt confident, like, we have, we know we worked hard, you know? Yeah, like, there's no way. I think it's because one thing is when I'm tired,
0: I am tired and I have no filter. So I was tired throughout senior design all the time. So when there's like how did you guys do this? I'm like, Because we did. Okay, we did. Thank you. Anyways, next question.
1: Yeah. And senior designs are final project based Yeah, for uh bachelors. Yes. How about you? Not really (laughs) but that's I think I think my imposter syndrome just stems from self deprecation. Mm -hmm. So above from comparison and Comparing my results to others, I think I'm just a very self-critical person. So, like, it, it's something that I completely have to work on. And I think it influences other things, I guess, that revolve around me in the way I think. So, no, I don't, that, I don't think I've had a moment. Where now like,
0: that I remember, you um, used to never show your test grade.
1: No. <laughs> never. But in th- in that sense, I just, I hate competition and I hate comparison. That is why I'm terrible even at board games. I just, even if oh. I'm winning, I hate it. If I'm losing, I hate it. I just, I'm not a very competitive person. And I know like the workforce f- and school is that like competition because you need to get ahead, right? So I'm just not the type.
0: Yeah. I remember people would just bug you and because we all knew you did well, you know what I mean? <laughs> but at some point, I kind of adopted that characteristic because I did terrible. So I was like, I'm not going to show you guys either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's interesting because, again, they're just wanting to know you're great to see if they did better than
1: you. It was never meant to help others. Like, what was my going to do? Exactly. It, it would just help that person. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, yes,
0: I did better than these losers. Yeah. Or, oh, my God, how did these losers beat me? Yeah. If they're so dumb, me so smart. <laughs> I made a point of not like looking at them even myself because I was like, there's nothing I can do, I can't change it.
1: Mm-hmm. It's like already happened. Like, we're still gonna try just as hard in the next one, exactly. Exactly. I mean, I guess it's good to know what I
0: lack in gap like, what are my gaps. But I was like, it's just gonna make me sad. <sighs> Would you say that confident people can experience imposter syndrome, or is it just us <laughs> that are just you know very insecure
1: well for sure insecurity and self-critique I think fuel imposter syndrome but I think I feel like it's not exclusive especially because okay. I feel like sometimes maybe on occasion you can feel it like you'll still react confidently but like maybe deep down you're still kind of comparing the situation to I guess what you I don't know actually and I don't know what you would be comparing to I guess just skill sets
0: I would like to think that once I'm confident I'm never gonna experience it again Mm -hmm. but I'm not sure if that's the case yeah I think for me it's always once I'm this and I'll do this you know Uh but I definitely think confidence will help a lot because it's It's kind of like, you know what? I'm confident in what I do. I'm confident in who I am and other people's definitions or other people's judgments don't affect me because I'm confident with myself.
1: Mm -hmm. And I feel like maybe the confident person would ask the questions no one would ask. And then they wouldn't be afraid to, I guess, quote unquote, feel dumb. Exactly. Exactly. That's, That's what I aspire to be. I
0: aspire to be that person who, like, I say something, oh, my God. I have so many scenarios in my head where I'm just like a bad bitch. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Um, where I'm in a meeting and I ask a dumb question. People are like, "That's so dumb." And I'll be like, "Really? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't gone that far in my scenario, but I have a really good comeback." Yeah. At some point, that's my ideal scenario. Mm-hmm.
1: Save, I think in my dreams that is who I am.
0: <laughs> Last night I was watching actually the Fenty um, lingerie show mm-hmm. on Amazon, and bro, their confidence. Oh, and just. And made me want to, like, get out and just, I want to have their face of, like, um, I guess confidence, right? But at my morning meetings where I just walk in and I just own the room and I'm just like, Mm -hmm. yes, no. Yes, no, I'm not going to do that. I will Mm -hmm.
1: be doing this. This
0: is what I've done. You know what I mean?
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I
1: mean, even I would say by nature, like, my whole body posture is just kind of, like, hunched over. Oh, my God, yes. Grabbing my books and just, like. I'm an I'm going to be an assuming and just sit at the corner.
0: Oh my god, that's exactly where I sit in my meetings.
1: <laughs> Everybody sits at the table and I sit like off to the side.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but uh and I I saw this definition as well. Do you think um imposter syndrome can stem from these two things, which is not wanting to fail and also wanting to be special and the best? Uh <laughs> The last one is so quirky girl energy,
0: (laughs) but I'm not going to lie. There's a part of me, especially I tell you as a child being told you're gifted and talented. Mm -hmm. We only take three people out of the entire grade level to be in this enhanced learning (laughs) program. That made me feel special as heck.
1: That's so bad, though.
0: It's terrible. It's terrible, but I'm not going to lie. There's a small part of me that just because I think confidence is something rare like true confidence, where it's not like I'm putting others down to feel better because they just seem like a, you know, like a bully. Mm-hmm. But like true confidence, I think is rare. Yeah. And I think that would feed my I'm special. Yeah. <laughs> Persona or um whatever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How about you? Do you think it's something that you want to be special?
1: Yes, I think we've discussed this one a bit. I get um in one of the previous episodes. I'm not sure which one it was, but it, we were discussing just the need to be to mean something to something, I guess,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: to be valued, and I'm not sure where that stands for. We haven't discovered that in these episodes, <laughs> as we've established that these are self discovery self therapy kind of show but i definitely think so i think for me at least in a sense it's just like wanting to be good enough but not feeling good enough
0: oh that one hit me right in the heart (laughs) (laughs) and it's it's terrible because i know a lot of people experience it like hearing you experience imposter syndrome in my head i'm like girl but you're so freaking like amazing and talented
1: you know what I mean? And likewise, and then, <laughs> that's how I feel about you.
0: <laughs> it's so strange how you can feel a certain way, but other people like think so highly of you. And it's probably that. I, mm-hmm. My <laughs> boss had given me constructive criticism of, you need to stop letting people talk over you. And just like the smallest, I just wanted to cry. Like he said in the gentlest voices, mm-hmm. he said in the most non-judgmental way. And I'm like, yeah, well, your first mistake, sir, was believing in me. <laughs> Thank you. That sounds like a you problem, not a me problem.
1: Yeah.
0: But it's just I know so many people who feel this way and I just want to shake them and be like, but you're so freaking amazing. Yeah. You
1: deserve all the success that you have and more. Mm-hmm. I guess reflecting that we that, you know, I guess several people that have imposter syndrome is kind of alleviating because I think you can in any situation you put yourself in, you can think. Maybe all of us are experiencing it. Maybe none of us are. We're all just yeah. faking it. Mm-hmm. Like I think as, as long as you try to challenge it and try to, to do your best and wherever you feel comfortable and not staying comfortable too long and kind of... Um, Always trying to grow. Yeah.
0: What would you say you're doing to, uh, to challenge your imposter syndrome?
1: Honestly, I'm in a moment in time where I'm just, I'm laying down in my bed and that's all. <laughs> like, I'm not trying. I think his, um establishing what has, I guess, ki- kind of caused setbacks and then reflecting on them. It's just kind of like, okay, I realize this. Am I going to try to fix it? Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> no, yeah. How about you? I'm trying to um,
0: personally surround myself with a lot of women that are in like higher levels than me. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, there's this one woman who her name will just cause everybody to like, it's not fear necessarily. It's like just respect. And she just walks with this air of confidence. And mind you, she's she's like my height. So it's not like, I feel like taller people tend to be a little more intimidating sometimes. Mm-hmm. But um, she she's just like when someone says oh this needs to be run by her this needs to." she looks like the head honcho you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and so she was actually telling me about some of her experiences and how she started and it's a huge reflection of where I am currently Mm -hmm. and so I'm just trying to surround myself by a lot of powerful women and kind of how they um how they kind of got through it because it's strange I was I apologize for everything hey like I'm sorry can I ask you this oh I'm sorry for interrupting i'm Mm -hmm. sorry i say i'm sorry for freaking everything and it's like i try it's like i'm trying to apologize for my existence like hey guys i know i shouldn't be here and you know (laughs) we're not equals but can we pretend for a second i just need to ask you this question like what and so i was just getting a lot of good feedback from them on how like they've kind of overcome these obstacles which has been really nice and um likewise there's another colleague of mine who were in the same kind of stage in our life we're both relatively new and we're both still struggling to find our voices and that's kind of nice to have because it's like okay and it's again interesting because I tell her I aspire to be like when we're in the same meetings Mm -hmm. you just you talk with a purpose whereas I when they ask me a question I think out loud and I'm very I'm the type of person that can see both sides so I'm like okay we'll do this and they're like no that wouldn't work because of this and I say that out loud and it makes me sound very not confident mm-hmm. whereas her she thinks before she speaks and she doesn't speak much to begin with but when she does my god I'm like oh. mm-hmm. and it's interesting she's like I didn't know you know you saw me that way like I'm like yeah you're doing great <laughs> and it just turned into like a complimenting session and that's helped I'm not going to lie
1: <laughs> yeah which Considering that we've talked about how competitive the workforce is, I think it's always nice to kind of step away from that and in ways praise each other and support each other, support your colleagues and the ones that are willing to be supported and likewise support you. Yeah.
0: My boss does this thing where I'll contribute to the conversation he's like, great idea. Great idea. Thank you. But... (laughs) I'm like, but what? Don't say great idea if you don't think it's a great idea. Then just try to be soft with me. Tell me the truth. Yeah. But also don't tell me the truth because I'll cry in front of everybody. Thank yeah. you.
1: <laughs> Which is another complex part because like, I love when people are honest. Like just, yeah. like you said, hit me with it. But at the same time, I know I'll, I'll cry. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's yeah. Every episode we just discover something about ourselves. It's like, hmm. <laughs> should work on that definitely work on that i can be honest though is i have come so far from the first day i started working here that it's just i am trying to be more like okay if i make a mistake then i make a mistake and i that doesn't mean i should be here like i don't have any right to be here Mm -hmm. which is hard Mm -hmm. i think i had the more theoretical part down than the actual execution of it but we're getting there yeah but it even was something similar like working in retail where I'm like, oh, my God, I don't know anything. I, I actually think working retail was harder because mm-hmm. the customers have no filter. And I can't say anything back. Not that yeah. I would because I hate confrontation. But mm-hmm. um, I think that was a lot harder for me because, again, they just will tell you that you're stupid. They will literally attack you personally. <laughs> How did they hire you? Blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah, that was a little tougher but i think that definitely helped me try to become a little more confident because i'm like y'all don't even know me attacking Mm -hmm. me like personally like you don't know me so i kind of have that kind of i don't care kind of attitude when i feel i'm being disrespected Mm -hmm. so yeah when i feel like i'm being disrespected like if somebody were yelling at me i'd be like okay and okay and like Mm -hmm. i don't care but if someone's nice to me and like hey so i noticed this um (laughs) Let's,
1: let's work on that. Let's improve that. I'm like, (laughs) cry, cry, cry. Which is something I think we should realize in any situation, I guess, is that like we should all just kind of do our best and challenge ourselves. Like be, be okay with being set outside of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's all for learning and it's all for growing. Like nothing. The situation shouldn't be something that is going to continue to put you down, but something you can learn from. Yeah. And you know what?
0: Maybe that feeling of, oh, I'm just faking it. Yeah, well, fake it till you make it, right? Yeah.
1: If it works, it works.
0: (laughs) Exactly. I mean, regardless of how inadequate you feel, you got there. And Mm -hmm. that has to count for something.
1: Yeah. Just keep going.
0: Yeah. If you got there... Fake it till you make it, man. Fake it till you make it. <laughs> but also, you know, try to believe in yourself. All <laughs> We'll see you guys in the next episode. Thank you again for coming to our therapy sessions. Have a good one. Bye.